Welcome to episode seven of The Irrational Realist, Artificial Intelligence, How Lazy Can Humans Get? Artificial intelligence, or AI, is the theory and development of computer systems able to perform tasks that normally require human intelligence, such as visual perception, speech recognition, decision-making, and translation between languages. In short, we are really tired of thinking for ourselves, so let's get machines to do it for us. Now, if you Google AI, both artificial intelligence and artificial insemination come up. It is very important not to mix the two up. They are very different. One has machines think for us. The other one has machines for us. Close, but no cigar. Okay, I guess a cigar is appropriate if one is successful, but I digress. We've all seen the movies about humans in the future. We lie around in our underwear eating Doritos with virtual reality headsets on, letting our avatar do things we're too lazy to do in person. Then the avatars decide they would be better off without humans, and the AI program kills us and attempts to take over the world and start over. Luckily, a ruggedly handsome software inventor and stunningly beautiful computer hacker find a backdoor into the program and stop them before we are totally wiped out. Then all the remaining humans walk outside and see the sun for the first time, only to do it all over again in the remake. Today's AI is much different, though. Well, at least we haven't gotten to the Doritos and underwear part yet. But today we're using AI much more intelligently to write college essays and tell us what famous people that died young would look like today. So we're in no hurry to locate the hot hacker couple just yet, but gathering some information wouldn't necessarily be a bad idea. Seriously, though, AI is rapidly creeping into our everyday lives, both on a professional level and personal level. One of the more beneficial features is it can filter spam and malicious emails before they even get to your inbox. By having the AI bot learn keywords and basic structures of spam email, it can filter out all the junk before dad has a chance to click on a link and lose junior's college tuition to a scammer in Romania. Oh, no. An important medical benefit is AI can learn complex medical procedures and assist surgeons in the OR to prevent human error from making a mistake that could turn grandpa into grandma or even recommend alternate methods that may have a greater success rate. One day, your surgeon could be just an observer as an AI bot performs your appendectomy or lobotomy. Okay, lobotomies are rarely performed today as most opt out and go into politics instead and have it done organically. Militarily, AI algorithms can help defend against missile attacks by identifying a threat and sending an interceptor missile to neutralize the threat at a high altitude or in an uninhabited location. AI will learn what steps precede a dangerous threat and be ready when or if that time comes. This seems a little risky to me, as this is the point in the movies when AI decides not to intervene for the better of the planet. So let's keep a short leash on iRobot while we're working out the bugs on this one, okay? Let's chat about Flippy. Flippy is an AI program that uses sensors to track temperatures and flips burgers to get a perfectly cooked burger every time. Although it can't perform complicated tasks yet, it won't be long before it learns how to smirk at customers and complain that they're the only ones working. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. Making investments has always been kind of like playing roulette. Picking the right investment can lead to whirlwind gains or devastating losses overnight. AI is being used to read the trends of a bull market and make investments at just the right time and learn when things are tracking south to sell right before the bear market. 
As the program learns, it will undoubtedly get more accurate. So my guess is this will not be available to the average Joe, but only to the extremely wealthy Joe. We don't need poor people making money now, do we? So when did the first AI program begin? You'll be surprised to know the first AI computer program was developed in the 50s. In 1952, a computer scientist developed a program that could play checkers with an opponent. And in 1955, a man named John McCarthy held a workshop at Dartmouth University on artificial intelligence. That would be the first time the actual term was used. From the 50s through the 80s, AI became more and more sophisticated with the invention of robots and chatbots. The 80s were officially named the AI boom decade, where programs were developed that could auto-order based on customers' needs, converse with each other in reason without intervention, we would have the world's first driverless car, and an autonomous drawing program was developed that was named Aaron. It would later be renamed Aaron thanks to a key and peel skit. <laughs> All of this would obviously lead to robots slowly taking over manufacturing facilities to produce more robots that are smarter that will eventually destroy the world then travel to other planets looking for intelligent life to further their agenda. But that's still a few years away. Sleep well. We're noticeably now in a new, more advanced era of AI development. Hollywood is worried AI will be able to make movies with AI-generated scripts and AI-generated actors better than they can do it. And a lot cheaper. Just think of the Marvel movies they could make more economically without having to pay Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson, Mark Ruffalo, and the dozen or so actors named Chris, and all the other high-profile secondary stars millions and millions of dollars to whine and complain about long days and the lack of Perrier water on the set. AI actors don't complain, and even better, they never age over the years. We can now make a perfect Captain America without having to worry that he will age from part one to part nine, and we'll decide he's being typecast as a superhero when he really wants to make indie films that stretches acting ability and overinflated ego into winning an Oscar. And what about the Oscars? Will we eventually give an Oscar to an AI actor over humans? Will the Academy Awards make a new category for AI movies and talent? Will the AI winner give a long acceptance speech that turns into a rant about politics and third world countries in need of help? Or do we even care since most of us didn't even know there was still an Academy Award ceremony? That may not be too far in the future. So let's be honest. I could have used an AI program to write this whole podcast and my life would have been a lot easier. And AI probably would have done a better job. Or would it? Can AI put personality into a podcast? Can AI add smarmy jokes and sarcastic comments about the egos of superhero actors? I'm still on the fence about this one, but I did look up information on an AI program to write a story. There are several options, including Squibbler, Jasper, Grammarly, StorySpark, Unite, PseudoWrite. In fact, there are several dozen programs that can help you with your story. Of course, these cost money because to get an A on your essay, it's going to cost you. Cheater. However, there is a program called Novel AI that will write your story for free. Be warned, it is not user-friendly. In fact, it's very complicated, at least for an old guy like me. 
I'm still currently putting my money on humans to write the stories, movies, or podcasts for the best sarcastic jokes about superhero actors. But will AI ever develop emotions? It can presently mimic emotions, but many believe in the not-so-distant future, AI will be able to experience emotions just like humans. This will undoubtedly lead to AI being used to make more ethical and moral decisions humans normally don't like to make, like serving on a jury, terminating employees, punishments for bad behavior, telling someone their new haircut looks somewhere between Mo of the Three Stooges and a sheepdog. Okay, so AI is going to do all of this for us. Then what happens to humans? They say if you don't use your brain, it loses the ability to function properly. If we do nothing to exercise the brain, will we lose the ability to make decisions, communicate, and live a productive life? Then what? We become more dependent on computers and AI to do all the menial tasks we would normally do for ourselves. So the prediction of AI taking over the world isn't because they become so much smarter than us. It's because we become lazy and lose the ability to function for ourselves. We see this happening already. We order all kinds of things and have them delivered. We are slowly losing the ability to communicate with others. We have speed dial. Who even remembers phone numbers anymore? We used to use that part of the brain all the time. I had no less than a dozen phone numbers I knew by heart. Now that part of the brain is being used to remember, what, passwords? And it's not really good at that, to be honest. Who even problem solves anymore? Once school is out, we use our calculators and programs to do even the most simplest of math problems. Why? Because it's easy and fast. No one wants to wait for information anymore. We are a society of instantaneous gratification, and AI is making it even easier. We no longer have to wait for someone to draw a caricature. AI can do it in seconds, milliseconds. If there is an upside, it's that some of the younger generation thinks we old people are geniuses. We don't need our phone. We can find our destination just by listening to directions. We can engage in a conversation longer than, hey, what's your phone number? I'll text you. We can make change without a cash register. We can negotiate. Now, this is a lost art that I predict will be gone forever by 2030. Uh, we can change our own oil. And my favorite is that my kids think I am either a wizard or have sold my soul to the devil because I can figure out what a 20% tip would be on a meal of $57.09 without using a calculator app or my fingers. By the way, it's $11.40 rounded to the nearest zero, just in case you were wondering. Unfortunately, I do still need help texting a five-word response in less than two minutes, but that's another podcast. No, pretty soon AI will have us totally dependent on its quick decision-making skills to not only write our ancient history essay on the 1990s, but have dinner delivered, set our thermostats, and determine if the 200 credits in our checking account will be enough to upgrade the storage on our new 64-terabyte cell phone. I think you all have a pretty good idea that I'm not totally on board with an AI society quite yet. I still have yet to remember the one password I have for all 57 of my devices, apps, and programs, so further destroying my memory with dependence on AI is terrifying. Plus, am I the only one that sees an issue with AI robotic machinery building the more advanced AI robotic machinery? I mean, that's exactly what iRobot was all about. So... We all know the day of waking up from an all-nighter at the virtual club to find our avatar holding our pale white body down while some other robot injects us with a mind-numbing drug 
is only a few years away. And although that description may seem funny now, just wait until your AI assistant tells you, I'm sorry, Mark, your password has been deactivated. The fee to reactivate your life account is 250 credits. I see your account is 50 credits short. Please proceed to the nearest AI government holding facility for processing. Hmm. The good news is the AI roadmap is still about 35 to 80 years away from a fully human-level AI robot with sentient or emotional capabilities. The better news is I'll be dead and gone, or if all the vitamins I've been taking all my life really work, and it is only 35 years away, I'll be so old I won't care that the nurse changing my bedpan is an AI robot. In fact, I'll most likely enjoy its efficient and expedient service. For all my snarky and sarcastic comments, the future is definitely bright for AI. Whether we plan accordingly and have safeguards in place to prevent the end of the world or we rush into it like kids in a candy store is still up in the air. As I said at the onset, we've all seen the movies. We know what Hollywood has predicted, so preparing a sound foundation so that doesn't happen is totally up to us. There most assuredly are and will be advantages to AI, like preventing surgical errors, investing our money wisely, and having really hot avatars. So I'd like to think that we have things under control and are advancing with caution. But then again, the U.S. isn't the only country messing around with artificial intelligence. What will an AI robot look like from these countries? Germany. Let's be honest. Germans will make an AI robot that can withstand a nuclear blast. But name me a top technology company from Germany. I'll wait. Yeah, that's what I thought. They make a great bratwurst, but artificial intelligence isn't their thing. I'm assuming if Germans are involved, they're going to subcontract all the techie stuff out to China. So let's talk about China. They will definitely manufacture the most economical AI robot. I will give them that. But after they manufacture the one working robot they'll demo to the rest of the world, 900 of their AI robot manufacturing facilities will switch out chips, algorithms, and other various pieces, parts to a cheaper version, thus manufacturing a robot that will last one day longer than the 60-day warranty. No thanks. Japan? Well, this is the country that is making the Water Walker Underwater Treadmill. Japan was at one time the greatest technology center in the world. Now they have been reduced to making anime cartoons and, well, underwater treadmills. AI robots? No thanks, unless you want to look like Pikachu. Okay, India is now the technology center of the world, and I have no doubt their AI robot would be chock full of features, benefits, and upgrades. However, they will most likely have hidden backdoors written into the software programs for hackers to access and hold your AI robot hostage until you pay upgrade fees, or they will erase the entire memory. Hard pass. Korea was also a once rising technology center with loads of promise, right up to the point where they realized manufacturing second-rate beauty products was much more lucrative. They have made some amazing advancements in medical robotics and an AI car that could walk, 
But until they manufacture a TV that lasts longer than a Yellowstone marathon, once again, I'm out. Denmark. Whoa, did you say Denmark? Yes, in fact, several of the Nordic and Scandinavian countries like Denmark, Sweden, the Netherlands, Norway, and Finland are now among the leaders in the world for technology. Of course, this is all fairly new to them, so the history of advanced technology does not have the same pedigree that a U.S., Korea, or Germany has, but I'm willing to give them some love nonetheless. I mean, they are frozen in snow and ice for about uh, three quarters of the year, and curling does get a little old after a while, so inventing AI robots that can cook, invest money, and play ice hockey sounds legit to me. Plus, you know the Avatar is going to be hot, blonde, beautiful, and speaks with a cool accent. In conclusion, AI robots are already doing work that humans used to do, and they don't gossip or need bathroom breaks. Some current examples around the world are taxi drivers and chauffeurs. We already have self-driving cars, and the first driverless truck completed a beer delivery without incident over 10 years ago. So Uber, Lyft, move over. Teachers, having a robot at the head of the class teaching kids is already a thing in South Korea where autistic students learn social cues from a robot teacher. Well, that sure drips of hypocrisy, doesn't it? How about bartenders? Yep, it's a thing and has been for some time with Barsis, a smart bartender that can make over 2,000 drinks. It actually makes sense. No over or under pours, just a perfect drink every time without the attitude. We will miss the smarmy flirting to get tips, though. Prison guards. Now, this has been reality since 2012 in South Korea. Again, the robots observe the behavior of the inmates and learn actions and moods that may result in unruly conduct. As of now, the robots inform real guards, and then they deal with the inmates. But it won't be long before RoboCop takes matters into his own hands, or whatever robots have. How about surgeons? I think we've already touched on this. There are robot surgeons that have performed operations like gallbladder surgery with little human intervention. Pretty soon, we will no longer have to worry about Dr. Frankenstein or Frankenstein taking out the wrong organ as he will be watching from above in the bleachers as his avatar stars in the OR. Assisted living bots. This one is actually quite interesting. Robots are being used in assisted living quarters to remind residents to take their medication and then hand it out. They can assist with getting out of bed and can lick patients up to 220 pounds. They also can chat with residents and carry on conversations when the kids are too busy to visit. Receptionists. Okay, this has been a thing for a very long time, but in Japan, a hotel in Tokyo has a robot dinosaur receptionist. Yes, you heard me right. The multilingual Dinobot performs basic check-in, check-out procedures and other various tasks, and the kids watch in amazement. A more humanoid version is also available if you happen to have seen Jurassic Park one too many times and are a little skeptical of the dinosaur. Romantic partners. Yeah, you just knew I was going to go there, didn't you? Well, in Japan, again, robots with more human features are being sold for cuddling and love. And yes, people are becoming more attached to the robots than actual humans. In 2017, a Chinese man actually married a robot. No word if a prenup was needed or like why he thought he would need to do it in the first place. There are several jokes in there somewhere, but to keep my non-explicit rating, I'll leave them to your imagination. 
There are others, but mainly in the service industry. For now, the morality, reasoning, and emotions are still human traits, except for that freaky lover robot thing. Ew. That will conclude another exciting rendition of The Irrational Realist. I am now on Spotify, Apple, and Google, and iHeartRadio podcast platforms. On Spotify, be sure to engage in my poll and tell me your opinion on AI, good or bad. And better listen quick. The next podcast may be AI-generated and completely devoid of smarmy jokes and sarcasm. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Irrational Realist. Please subscribe to The Irrational Realist for the latest episode every two weeks. For now, thank you for listening, and remember, podcast spelled backwards is taco, if the S, D, and P are silent. Music